Hello, City of Champions. This week, I had a chance to speak with a woman who's playing a major part in making Edmonton beautiful again. Or rather, I guess, exposing just how beautiful our Northern Gateway City really can be. Brittany Punter is the driving force behind the social movement Yeggers. Brittany founded the Instagram account, which now has 40,000 followers, because she was fed up with hearing how dreary and desolate a city Edmonton was. When she's not starting social movements, Brittany's an artist, a photographer, a teacher, and a world traveler, among many other things. Make sure to check out the page, Yeggers, on Instagram, that's Y-E-G-G-E-R-S, for breathtaking photos of our city of champions. Please enjoy my talk with Brittany Punter. You were in Shanghai seven months ago? Yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna jump right into this. Okay, sure, right. for sure. <laughs> what were you doing there? Um, I was actually just traveling. Yeah? Just no agenda. Uh, um, how long were you in Shanghai? I think about four or five days. Yeah? Yeah. And what did you do while you were there? Sightseeing, honestly. Sightseeing? Yeah. Any highlights that I should know about? Um, I almost got Shanghai'd. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? Uh, it's notorious for thieves and pickpockets. Okay. And they're really, really good at it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. So how, what happened? Well, it was a really friendly girl mm-hmm. and her sister, 20-something women, and they were mm-hmm. so nice. They spoke a little bit of English, and they offered to take our picture. I'm like, yeah, love it, of course. And then uh, we just got to chatting, mm-hmm. and they take us on like a huge walk just around the neighborhood, like showing us things, and yeah. it was like all well and good. They were so friendly. And then they take us into this like tea room, because they wanted to do like a tea ceremony with us. Mm-hmm. And um, we were still like, yeah, sure, why not? And then, we're so nice <laughs> yeah, in Shanghai. Yeah, so great. <laughs> so we go to this like, tea ceremony thing, and it was it was really fun. And then at the end of it, they're like, oh, that was, what is the equivalent of like three, 400 Canadian that you oh, owe us for this tea ceremony? Right. <laughs> and yeah, we were like, hell no, like that's never going to happen. <laughs> right. You're like, we don't have that, we're traveling. Yeah. So what did you do? You just walked out? Um, I didn't walk out, but I did... Uh, I was with my grandma, yeah. so I was like, okay, I don't want to like get into a kerfluffle or something. So. <laughs> I don't want to have to throw down with yeah. grandma here. Yeah. I don't want to embarrass her, yeah. so I'm going to let you guys get away with this. <laughs> Did you go anywhere else in China? Um, yeah, I went to Beijing yeah. and Hangzhou. Hangzhou. Mm-hmm. Where is that in relation to those two other cities? Hangzhou is right... Is it south? It's right out of Shanghai, yeah. Oh, okay. So Not Shanghai far. is like central. Yeah. Hong Kong is south. Beijing is north. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of Harbin? No. That's even farther north than Beijing. Oh, wow. So that's okay. got like Russian influences as well. So that's where we're going on our trip. Okay. But I digress. Um, <laughs> so you are the founder, creative director, driving force behind Jaegers. That's me. <laughs> what in a sentence would you call Jaegers? In one sentence, mm-hmm. I think I would describe Jaegers as a community of creatives from Edmonton. Okay, that's <laughs> good. So to give the audience a little context, let's start with your backstory. Okay. Um, I guess it kind of originated about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking about you, not just Jaegers. Oh, your okay, backstory. Me. Yeah, for sure. total context of <laughs> who Brittany Punter is as a person. Okay, is let's- it Punter or Punter? Punter. Punter, okay. Yeah, all good. <laughs> the kids always ask me if I um, play football. And what do you say? I never tried. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta embellish that a little bit, right? No, um, I I guess I'm, I'm 22, mm-hmm. and I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love traveling, but I always come back to Edmonton. And uh, I consider myself fairly creative. I love 
photography strictly as a hobby. There's nothing serious about it for me. I just like to capture memories. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think in a nutshell, I think that's kind of what I'm about. I've always lived in Edmonton, okay. born and raised here. So. And have you always loved Edmonton? No. No. Good. Yeah, Tell us not, about this. I can't say I've always loved Edmonton. Yeah. Um, I grew up on the south side. I like in the Riverbend area, I mm-hmm. guess. I kind of would describe myself as like a south side snob, you know? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> that whole you area own, You of town. own it, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And like, I don't think I really left that area of town very often until maybe I turned like 18. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, you'd go to West Ed or maybe explore White Ave, but... Yeah, the life can be a bubble. That's it's same it's with quite anywhere. a bubble, yeah. And then when I started like driving and like going to school and exploring the city more, that's when I realized that it's actually a pretty vibrant place and there's a lot going on and I guess being 18 it opens up your world a little bit more to what you can actually do of course so yeah just started exploring more and appreciating Edmonton a ton more getting into photography and um, that's kind of when I got hooked on social media (laughs) so what was what was your first memory of getting started in photography how did that unfold um so I started at University downtown in McEwen Mm -hmm. And that's probably the first time I'd ever explored downtown, mm-hmm. besides like driving through it. Right. Um, and I loved it. The huge buildings and pretty huge, like for <laughs> <laughs> just a small south, small town south side girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was a whole different, uh, whole different life than what I had seen on my corner of town. Yeah. And and I just wanted to capture it, so I got into the photography side of things. What was your first camera? Were you like snapping pictures on your cell phone? Uh, I had you're this too young for flip phones. Your first no, cell phone was definitely an iPhone. Did you no, know? Yeah, was for it a, ra- sure. a razor? No, it was um, this little silver thing. Samsung? No, a uh, Motorola. Motor- okay, there was a bunch of them, but I just know the razor and. And I had the Samsung Silver, it was kind of a curvy one, were the really popular ones, at least maybe, when I was younger. Yeah, maybe something like that. It was a tough phone, though. Yeah, that <laughs> They were could, built like bricks back Yeah, in the day. you could chuck it at a wall and it would be all good. <laughs> okay, but did you start on that or did you start on an actual camera? Um, this little camera that my grandma gave me, maybe when I was 16 or something, a Canon Elf. It's okay. a little chunky thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah. It got really good after the years went on, though. They did, eventually, yeah. yeah. But I would take that thing with me everywhere, mm-hmm. and the quality was really bad, and I was really bad. <laughs> I just <laughs> took a little bit of everything. Yeah. There was a little setting on there that um, was like the vibrancy setting. Mm-hmm. So, I'd, oh, you take pictures, it makes everything so saturated. Right. <laughs> like, these are the best photos ever. Yeah. No, no, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all part of the learning process. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just know I loved it, but I can't say I was good at it. <laughs> Did you, do you still have all those old photos? Uh, floating around somewhere. Yeah, somewhere yeah. in the, the old hard drives? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you're taking photos and going to school. Where were you taking school at that point? Uh, education. Education? Yeah. Okay. So you knew you wanted to be a teacher? Yeah. Okay. I've, yeah, I've known for quite a while. And so far, I like it. So That's good. <laughs> And then let's talk about the inception of Jaegers. Yeah, okay. So I guess I'm at school and I'm a notorious procrastinator. So while you're supposed to be studying, I'm just cruising around on Instagram Mm -hmm. and kind of like jetting out into photography a little bit. And uh, I just noticed that online, the photos of Edmonton that I'm seeing, like, are just kind of boring and blah. And well, that was like five, six years ago, Instagram right. was, like, not really a thing. And Instagram was brand new back then, Oh, too, yeah, right? for like sure. 2011 or 2012, I think it started. Yeah. How did you come across it to begin with? Um, 
was it like a very much a university thing at that point? I think so. So yeah. I was out of university at that point. So yeah. didn't cross my world until like 2014, 2015. Okay. Yeah. yeah same. Pretty much the same time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think just a couple friends had it, and with photography, um, I guess you're like supposed to have it because there was like really popular photographers on there, like yeah. travel photographers. Oh, okay. So it started in yeah. that community of sharing your photos. Yeah. And it's kind of morphed into more like sharing your life, not just your Definitely, photos, Definitely, right? yeah. It started with photography, and mm-hmm. the only people on there who had any kind of a following mm-hmm. were like world-class travel photographers, yeah. and that's kind of who I was interested in following. Mm-hmm. And I realized my own city was like not represented like some of these other places around right. the world. You were probably thinking like, I've taken better pictures of this city than what's on here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And even if there was anything, there, mm-hmm. it was like... I don't know. It's kind of like not a lot to choose from, I okay. guess. So. so what was the next step then? How did you decide, I'm going to start this little community here? Ah, I don't know why, I guess, but I just kind of, well, our airport is Y-E-G. Yeah. And I don't know. I like English and playing with words. And I was just like, yeg is already kind of a word. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why don't we make it like, make it, make it a thing? So mm-hmm. I, yeggers, um, I just made a little Instagram profile for it, and I was like, okay, Edmonton themed, I guess. And then I started kind of putting up little photos that I had found and ones that I had taken mm-hmm. on there. And people like started following. <laughs> Do you still have those original ones? Like if I go to the profile now and scroll all the way back, will I see the fo- first photo? Honestly, you won't, no. You took some down, <laughs> I eh? did, they were really, really bad. That's a shame. <laughs> it's always good to see the whole story, but anyway, continue. I know, continue. I, wish, <laughs> I wish I had them. But um, the archive feature is pretty great because you can kind of just put those in a separate folder. <laughs> oh, is that where you hi- you hide them, right? <laughs> yeah. This is great. I'm getting an Instagram lesson for free. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I started posting these photos and I don't know, social media also is pretty new and mm-hmm. people start following and it's it's fun. You know, you're kind of yep. like, oh, like there's there's people and there's likes and it's super shallow. And it's just like, <laughs> you know what, like there's people who are interested in this. That's kind of cool. And so I was just like hooked immediately. Mm-hmm. And that now became something that I did like every single day. I right. would just search on there for photos. So you would find the photos and then repost them mm-hmm. and give credit, that yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. And then when did it switch from that to people? Do people submit photos as well? Yeah. Okay. It definitely took a while for the hashtag to get traction because mm-hmm. ideally I just wanted it to be where I could just click on the hashtag, scroll through, find a cool photo, and right. then put it up. Um, and then nobody was using the hashtag mm-hmm. when you have like 50 followers. So, <laughs> so that took a bit. <laughs> and yeah, now it's kind of nice because you can just, the hashtag is kind of a commonly used one in the city, which right. is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot more than photography on there mm-hmm. too. Food pics, animal pictures, um, working out, Fitspo, whatever. Yeah. Fits, what's Fitspo? <laughs> uh, fitness inspiration oh okay that makes sense yeah i don't really use that word that's just like a it's like a Mm -hmm. online thing (laughs) so if you were to you know summarize what sort of the mission goal is for jaegers how do you how do you put that in how do you summarize that the mission goal um well that's continually changing Mm -hmm. i find (laughs) but right now i think i'm just trying to embody that's the first one on there right now oh that's the first one hey yeah Oh, cool. A couple nice canoes on the lake and a dog. Whose dog is that? Oh, that was actually a police dog. Oh. Um, yeah, I reposted a police dog. 84 likes. Yeah. You've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, that's funny. Um, so the mission statement constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Where did it start, and how has it evolved over the years? And what's changed for you, at, you know, as the manager of this movement, if you want to call it that? Um, I guess initially, I was just concerned with kind of getting a community or foundation, mm-hmm. and just for a few years. All I was doing was the phone thing and just the online thing, and there was no, like, interaction with it at all. Right. And the only way you could talk to somebody was, like, by commenting on their photo. You couldn't even message. No DMs. Yeah, Yeah. so it was just, like, not very social at Mm -hmm. all. And I was just like, this is, I don't know, this is kind of weird. Like, why am I here, like, taking, reposting all these photos but not even, like, interacting with people? It's just very, like, closed off. Right. Um, and so I kind of made the step toward making it more community based mm-hmm. and did the first insta meet um, for us in maybe 2014 or 15. Okay. And so that would have been, you'd have been young at that time, like 18, yeah. 19. Yeah. Like that's a lot of initiative to like start an organization, then initiate like getting together as a group. Like what, what was like driving you to create this community? Like what, what was it about that social aspect and like, you know, how did the idea to do an insta meet even come up for you? Honestly, I'm not sure what the driving force was. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that I really loved looking at beautiful photos of the city mm-hmm. and I just loved doing that. So if I could curate a feed that had a whole bunch of beautiful photos and mm-hmm. maybe other people liked them too, yeah, that was like it. I just liked doing that. Okay. And then um, I'd seen Instameets online, um, Instagram, other photographers had hosted them in other cities in our city and I was like, you know what, I think, I think I'm going to give this a go. Mm-hmm. You just pick a date and a time and a place, and you say, come one, come all. Right. You don't need any special equipment. Just just come out, um, and we're going to get off our phones for an afternoon, and we're just going to, like, chat, take photos, and all that jazz. It was, uh, it was, I was terrified. <laughs> How many people showed up to that first one? Um, there was maybe, like, 20 or 30 Okay. Did people. you consider that a success, that many people? I had no idea what to expect, right. right? I think in my head, I was wagering like 80 to 100 people okay. <laughs> out of the gate. You shot pretty high. I did shoot pretty high, but I had no idea what to expect. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it was a nice day. Like, <laughs> So you walk around. The, where was that first one? What place uh, it was at the legislature. The ledge? Yeah. That's a good place to start. Yeah. You know where those fountains are? Mm-hmm. And they weren't running that day. <laughs> so, of course. Yeah, so it's just those things you have to plan. And I was like, oh, it's all me by the fountains, and there's no fountains running. <laughs> and then, so I'm like, okay, missed that one. Mm-hmm. And I show up, and I'm just like, this is weird. Like, I'm just meeting, like, a whole bunch of strangers off the internet, and mm-hmm. we're going to walk around and take photos. Like, I was just, I was pretty uncomfortable with that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you're young. You're, like, 19 or however old you yeah. are. That's, that's a big step. Yeah. Do you keep in touch with anyone from that first meet yeah I do actually that's incredible yeah it's I was just talking about this with someone today one of my next upcoming guests but like rarely can you just message someone because you think what they do is cool right and like totally. want to be friends yeah you, like it's it's in the context has to be right you know mm-hmm. I want you you know I like your photography we should meet up and do photography together and take pictures uh, I like your, you know, what you're doing in the city. Like, come and be on my podcast. Totally, it's, exactly. It's funny that it works that way, but you can't just message someone out of the blue and say, hey, let's be friends because I like what you're doing. Yeah. No, completely. It just it feels kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, what if it's not well received? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so after the first meet, where did you go from there? 
Um, I thought it was pretty successful. Like, I met some really cool people, and I don't know. We got together, and we did something that, like, was a shared hobby, I mm-hmm. guess. And so even though we are all totally different people, totally different lives, it was kind of cool to just, like, walk around the city for an afternoon and take some pictures. Yeah. And I liked it. So I was like, you know what? I think we should keep doing this. And, um, yeah, then I had quite a few more. And... I'm planning these, like, while going to university, probably spending more time on Instagram than I should be. <laughs> You're like, but it's, there's a reason for it. You're like, it's, yeah. I'm not just wasting my time. I'm building something. Yeah, that was the, that was the thought. I could have been wasting my time. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I guess, luckily, it kind of caught on, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your growth like? Because you're now you're just shy of 40,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. How many of those were right off the hop? How many of those were just steady growth? Like, what were the phases there? And what really kind of took you from from zero to one? Hmm. Um, I think the phases were uh, first reaching 1,000. Mm-hmm. I know I, was, I worked really hard to try and um, engage and like and comment around community photos to try and just reach that initial milestone. Yeah. And then after that, it was the push to ten thousand, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and then it kind of started to snowball after that, and mm-hmm. there was just kind of like a gradual increase. Yeah. So, what's yeah. the ultimate goal? Oh man, the whole the city, goal. one million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one million. <laughs> it's really interesting how art can, while it's not quantifiable, can really have a huge impact on the city. Yeah. Like. I just, I'm not from Edmonton originally, although I was born here, but I didn't grow okay. up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've lived in Calgary, Vancouver, uh, just outside of Toronto for a little bit, and Edmonton. And out of all those places, I don't know why, but Edmonton is my favorite. Right. And and I hear it over and over again. It, it, people say, it's just something about the city. It's something about the people. Mm-hmm. And I suspect the big reason is that if you don't like Edmonton, you leave. So everyone here wants to be here. That's fair. Um, mm-hmm. But there's just, like, I think, like, you probably sensed back when you first started Jaegers is there's... There's something more here that that can be shared with the world, right? Like there's there's a beautiful vision of this city Completely. that that needs to be shared, and we're not just what people think. We're not just some northern tundra that the you know tumbleweeds <laughs> blow through and freeze over. Yeah, living in our igloos. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I I certainly get it, and it's really cool to see people like yourself being proud of this city and inspiring uh, other people to be proud of it as well. I mean, like, anytime you're scrolling through Jaegers, or scrolling through your feed, and if if an amazing photo of Edmonton pops up, you're like, I can't believe this is Edmonton. I know. Yeah, it surprises me, too. It's it's really incredible. Like, when I first moved here before Instagram, I would have never thought that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But you found some great stuff. Where are your favorite spots around the city? Mm, That's a tough one. Um, I really like... I guess those like hidden spots that are mm-hmm. a little bit off the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to tell us now where I have those to, are. I have to tell them. Yeah, otherwise it's just a cop out answer. You That's go, oh, I like the hidden spots. Yeah. And then don't don't tell yeah. us. You share one or two. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess my okay. I'll share my second favorite spot mm-hmm. is uh, the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know um, that it's one. pretty well known though. It's not really off the grid. Yeah. But I guess it's kind of off the grid. <laughs> What's the status on that? Because Mike Max has filmed uh, the Oilers intro there last season and then there was an article in the paper you know saying that they should have been fined and people should have been in trouble they had Jordan Eberle sitting there with his legs dangling off right and they're saying look this is an unsafe place for people to go but it's such a unique part of the city that Mike's answer was like look like 
people are going to go regardless if you say do or don't and if, oh, even yeah. if you put a bylaw there so why not make it um you know why not make it safe for people to access make it something that we can be proud of so has anything changed yeah. as far as you're concerned with that spot or is it still just um, the same as it's always been? Well, the rumors I hear are that they are developing it mm -hmm. into like a safe lookout spot. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess there's two sides to that because a lot of people are saying, well, that'll ruin the beauty of it is mm -hmm. because it is kind of like the, I mystique, guess it's like the, the danger. And it's, yeah. It is kind of dangerous. Like, yeah. did, have you walked out on that little clip? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like exhilarating. It's yeah, like, not recommended for anyone in the audience. No, don't do that. <laughs> if you do, it is beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, and the view itself though is so beautiful. Like, there's I don't think there's another place in the city where you can get like a well, there probably is, but a River Valley view like that. Okay. Um, so I kind of am leaning toward they probably should develop it mm -hmm. just because I like the view. Um, yeah. And that's I think they should do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everybody so, should see that lookout. So where's the favorite spot? And the favorite spot, um, I call it Graffiti Alley. Okay. I don't know if it has an official name, yeah. but it's kind of this bridge under the Hende between Rabbit Hill Exit and 111th. Okay. Um, and it's pretty hidden. Like, there's this huge white circle on the Hende, yeah. and it's a compass. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. And if you go into it, or yeah. I guess like around and down, there's like okay. a little ravine under there, and it's just this really cool bridge um, yeah. that I think they put up in like 2008. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of graffiti under there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. I know, okay, so I know where you're talking, between 111th and Rabbit Hill Road. Okay. And it goes over a ravine, but it doesn't, that's not the main uh, river you're talking about. Cause no, yeah. Because that's it's farther west than ravine. Rabbit Hill Road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So east of Rabbit Hill Road. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I'll have to check that out. So a bunch of graffiti down there. Yeah. And it's actually surprisingly, like, huge. They're just, like, I don't know maybe like 20 foot walls, just like completely decorated with graffiti. And mm -hmm. every time you go down there, there's new stuff. So it's mm. kind of like a little graffiti museum, I guess. Any other good spots more central that are a little bit more accessible to people? Yeah. I mean, like the, the LRT stations are beautiful in and of themselves. Very true. I mean, going along the tracks, those bridges are great. Everything in the river valley is pretty good too. Yeah. Have you been on the new uh, funicular? I haven't. No, no I, I. That's my new mission, though. For yeah. Sure. Do you prefer the more sort of urban, refined, developed look, or do you like the more kind of older, sort of run-down look, or do you prefer more natural? Hmm. I think probably more natural mm -hmm. is my number one. Um, and then I like like the urban exploration part of things with like a more run-down kind of low-key area. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's always fun to like, especially when it's a little bit warmer outside to just park your car somewhere downtown and then, or take the train there and then just get out and go walk around yeah. and just explore. The stuff you see so on foot fun. is so different, it's right? It's so different completely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to go down those back alleys and find this really cool brick wall and just like it yeah it's really you're kind of you. fearless hey? like it's pretty incredible meeting 20 strangers walking down back alleys like good for you thank you i have fun with it um have you considered turning the insta meets into more like adventures like a scavenger hunt or a photo scavenger hunt maybe that thing exists i don't know yeah, I definitely have tried to do that before, mm -hmm. um, but it's more of a trial and error, and it takes a lot of preparation. Yeah. So that's kind of like a work in progress. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of work in progress. A lot of work. <laughs> Anything you can <laughs> share? Is it all top secret? Um, I wouldn't say it's all top secret. I guess just some events that I'm looking forward to this year. Mm -hmm. um, some that I'm planning on 
doing from the ground up because mm-hmm. um, oftentimes I'll collaborate on an event, but there's some this year that we're looking at doing that are um, just ours. So okay, yeah, but those are still in the very early stages. All so right. I I hate to like talk about it and then yeah. not uh, end up doing it. <laughs> I completely understand. You don't want to jinx it. To yeah, it yeah. Before it's too early. Exactly. Um, so I want to talk about the 2017 photo challenge. How did ah, this come okay. about? Um, so I've actually uh, kind of collaborated with Don Iveson for a couple of years. You play it so cool too. I've kind of <laughs> collaborated with our mirror. Yeah. Uh, yeah, collaborate. I don't know if that's the best word, um, but just like on Instagram and social media, uh, we've communicated, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, we're kind of just on the same page with he wants to promote a beautiful, awesome city to live in, and so do I. So we kind of just connect on those points. Yeah. And um, we did an instant meet with him at the end of the summer. Actually, no, right before his re-election, so I guess that was in October. Yeah. And he just came out with him and his wife and his uh, campaign team, and we just walked around White Ave with like a group of photographers, and we hung out with him for the afternoon, and cool. it was a really good time, and we yeah. kind of all got to know him a little bit more. Yeah. And then they reached out, his team reached out to us again uh, in December, and they said, hey, we want to host like this um, Favorite Photos of the Year contest. Do you guys want to get on board with that? And we are like, hell yeah. 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 So then it happened and a ton of photos came in and it was actually like very overwhelming. <laughs> How many submissions did you end up getting? Uh, just about 4,000. Yeah. yeah. And so to submit, what was the particular hashtag or was it just Jaegers? Um, it was Yeg 2017 picks. Okay. Yeah. And so explain a little bit of the logistics of the, the contest. There was three categories right yeah there was three categories there was um, weather unique perspectives and landscape Mm -hmm. um, which are pretty interchangeable Mm -hmm. so it's not too hard to find one of the categories (laughs) (laughs) and what did the winners get Um, the winners uh, are getting kind of a coffee date with the mayor on Mm -hmm. the 20th Um, we're all gonna hang out in City Hall for a little bit okay so it'll be the six of them and you and Don yeah cool Um, yeah, and we're really looking forward to just that um, kind of like intimacy to just chat about like these photos that have created a fair amount of hype because yeah. I don't know they're really beautiful images. I got them right here. So yeah. talk about do you, do you know the the photographers personally at this point? Um, I know three of I think about two or three of them. Yeah, which yeah. which of these photos can you speak to? Uh, I think. I don't really even know awesome. if I have a favorite, to be honest. They're I mean, like so the different. one out of the plane window of Roger's place is pretty cool. Yeah, I think my favorite original. is is the bottom left one, uh, where the city looks like something out of Gotham. It does. Yeah, yeah it just has that like hazy glow to it. Mm-hmm. Where's that taken? In a helicopter. In a helicopter. Yeah, um, that one may be my favorite, but I love a good landscape shot. So I guess the top one. Um, mm-hmm. By a photographer named Nicholas mm-hmm. that's probably my favorite just because it has this like lone golden tree yeah and it's pretty incredible yeah Nicholas D or Dai uh yeah oh, okay yeah. Dawn Graves Pers- Persian Poppy yeah <laughs> Lee Marvin 86 Paranoid Android and Tyler Majot well done to the six winners um they also I totally misread this I was reading Don Iveson saying, yeah, and we're also going to put their pictures up in my uh, in my office. And I was like, why would he want a picture of the photographers in this <laughs> office? <laughs> That's good. That's so good. And then I, re- I rethought that. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. The winning picture. Of course. These are, these are the winners. Look at their faces. 
Yeah, so. photographers don't usually go by their, um, <laughs> their, their self-portraits. That was just a, uh, yeah, a, so funny. a stupid little moment I thought was pretty funny I had to share. No, I guess that wasn't clarified though, right? It was, like it was just me reading it in the wrong way. pictures will go up on his wall. <laughs> Thanks, Don. So for the listeners here, because almost everyone's got Instagram, especially in our demographic, <clears throat> our demographic, and I'm going to lump myself in with you, even though we're... I'm seven years older than you, but um, what are some beginning tips that people, beginner, beginning tips that people can work with to help, you know, with their photos, what kind of photos, like, I guess it depends what their goal is, obviously, but I mean, something that's applicable to kind of everyone, because sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to edit the photo, and and people are like, what do you mean edit the photo? Right. They don't understand, so so what would you recommend to people to to increase the, uh, the vibrancy to use a term you first word. discovered. Like yeah. Um, so actually, I was thinking about that one, mm-hmm. and I kind of was able to narrow it down to maybe three really important things that I think someone should focus on if okay. they're trying to build their Instagram. Um, and I guess it's just important to note that it's really, really hard to get like traction. Mm-hmm. You know, that takes a ton of engagement, and you have to be like getting arthritis in your hands from liking because <laughs> again <laughs> not recommended a lot of time. <laughs> so yeah I don't know if it's everybody's cup of tea mm-hmm. but if it's something that you want um, I think that you could kind of boil things down to consistency quality and a focus okay so with consistency it's important to post often mm-hmm. how often is too often how often is not often too enough? often is a problem yeah okay. for sure because I've seen some people who have gone out and they've done a photo shoot or something and then they'll post like 12 shots mm-hmm. in five minutes right. and it's just kind of overwhelming because you're like there's so much going on. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe like one to three posts a day okay. if you space it out yeah. um, is perfect Right. because you really just need that consistency. Um, if you're posting once a week, once every two weeks, you're not going to gather that following. Right. Because it's the new posts that are going to bring in those people. So Out of sight, out of mind kind of thing too. Exactly, right? yeah. You just have to have, you have to keep on it mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. So you have to have content. And I'm sure you, the second was quality? Yeah. I'm sure with quality, the better, higher quality you have, the more consistency you can put into it, right? Because if you're posting yeah. one a day of really high quality stuff, you could bump that up to two a day. But if your quality's suffering, you might not want to post more than one a day. That's quite fair. Yeah, okay. for sure. I'm and a even just the, yeah, definitely. <laughs> They kind of all go together. Okay. Um, and even like just the overall quality of your content mm-hmm. and just making sure that you're posting photos that they represent you and what whatever you want to present to the world, but in a, um, a clear way and in uh, aesthetic way, mm-hmm. you know? Lighting is everything. Okay, good to know. <laughs> and that's probably the one thing that the average person doesn't really have a grasp on, right? Sometimes, yeah. I do see that sometimes. A photo of a group of people, mm-hmm. which could be amazing if, like, Flash was turned on. But right. then it'll just be shadows and you can't even see who they are. <laughs> There's only so much you can edit in post, right? So true, yeah. yeah. And number three? Um, the third thing uh, was a focus, focus. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, it kind of really just takes the attention away from a personal Instagram, which is like posting about your life. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people should be so concerned about the following of a personal Instagram, you mm-hmm. know, because that's your life. Like, mm-hmm. as long as you like it, I think that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're trying to make your Instagram grow as far as like a business or a project or uh, I don't know, whatever, uh, you should have a direction you're headed. Right. And all of your content should kind of 
circle around that um, topic. Right. So, so a niche kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty well. I think for some people, the personal Instagram promotion is because they're in so many different fields. Potentially. That yeah. they can't, they're not really segmentized into one thing. So instead, they just want to be viewed as someone who does a lot of really interesting things. It, yeah. All their under underlying brands are kind of like all under their heading brand of like, this is me. This is my reputation or my personal brand, right? Quite true. But, yeah. you know, I can certainly see how if you really, you know, want to promote one particular thing, you've got a niche in that. You've got to find your audience. Yeah, definitely. And I think if you're a person who has a whole bunch of things going on, mm-hmm. um, I guess that kind of can be your niche a little bit, that you just do a ton of interesting things. <laughs> His direction is he has no direction. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. So I guess there's just never any directions. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think as long as like your content is, uh, it bring it comes back to you mm-hmm. at least, uh, then you might be getting somewhere. <laughs> um, so what about like, like the copy like what you write underneath the photo hashtags that kind of stuff how important is that like what can people do to connect more that's definitely really important um your caption uh it should be well thought out Mm -hmm. you know check for grammar mistakes and things like that i mess that up all the time sometimes i'll read it through i'm like oh that was a big mistake (laughs) yep (laughs) but uh yeah it should be relatively insightful um don't leave it blank, obviously. <laughs> not just one emoji? Yeah, maybe not. That just can one be emoji. impactful, can it? That's fair. Yeah. If the image really speaks volumes, then mm-hmm. maybe not. But if the image is a little bit more convoluted and needs like some explanation, you right. should probably like explain yeah. what's happening. Um, and then the hashtags are really important, too. So whatever your niche is, whatever you're trying to present, you should have a hashtag for all of those things. And okay. they should be all the biggest hashtags right. like, in that field. Right. So do you always want to go with the hashtag that's got the biggest number of uses or does that almost get you lost at sea sometimes and you might want to go something slightly more specific, right? So instead of like hockey, you go YG hockey where hockey's got like 5 million and YG hockey's got 2,200. Exactly. I think you should have both of them. Both. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So that's a case where there's no limit to how many hashtags you can throw in there, right? Like the more the better. I think it's something like 20. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually will put mine just in a separate comment under right. the caption. Yeah. And they're just a whole bunch of Edmonton-based hashtags. Right. But of course, that doesn't work for everyone. Do you have those saved to documents you just copy and paste? Yeah, I do. That's yeah, very it's helpful. Just, it's just quick and easy. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly never change it. Yeah. And yeah. There's nothing worse than that. I was like one time like 14 or 15 in and then I hit the back button. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, doing it every time, that's that, like, arthritis in the thumbs thing. It's like, might as well just have it ready to roll, and then you can just put it in there. Um, so, I want to be respectful of your time and not keep you too much longer, but I'm really curious. So, you said you travel lots, and I think your number is 31 countries. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that is actually correct. <laughs> what countries would be at the top of that list that you've visited so far? Um, that's always a really hard question, mm-hmm. but I think Brazil mm-hmm. is up there. Um, Japan, Peru, mm-hmm. and oh man, 
Greece. Greece? Yeah. <laughs> have a lot of have all these trips occurred at a time that you've had your interest in photography? So you, those that was a big part of those trips? Definitely. So yeah. aesthetic aesthetic wise, what has been your favorite place to shoot outside of Edmonton? Because we know that's number one, obviously. <laughs> it it is, yeah, yeah, not gonna lie, for sure. Um, my favorite place was probably Brazil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about it? Just the colors, vi- vibrancy. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Um, and they're just extremely diverse as far as like rainforests and cities and mm-hmm. mountainscapes, and they just have a little bit of everything. Um, I mean, the weather's great to shoot there too. You don't get too cold. Like your right. fingers don't freeze as you're trying to press your button on your camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I've had the most fun shooting there too. But I guess it kind of depends when inspiration hits you because yeah. sometimes. It might not come along. <laughs> Sometimes you feel more creative than other times, right? So true. Yeah, you kind of have to. It's like a wave. You have to wait for it to hit you. <laughs> I have this. I have this app that's called One Second Every Day. Okay. So, have you heard of this? No. So you take a video, and oh, and it clips yeah. together one second every day. So you you take your video and then you go into the app and it's got a calendar layout. So you select the day and it shows you which videos you took on that day. Okay. So if you miss a day, there's a, there's a blank there, which is really frustrating for someone who has OCD like oh. me. So, but then like sometimes you, it'll be like 11.55 and you're like, I didn't take a video today. Yeah. So you've got to get creative around the house. You're like, what am I going to do? Like, it forces you. Yeah, should I do like going up the stairs or like flicking on a light switch? Something like really simple. Yeah. But it's just those random little, little things that when you put thought, people think that it just strikes you sometimes right the inspiration but I think sometimes you have to force it like you have to put thought into it it's quite true you have to beat beat that resistance yeah definitely Mm -hmm. you just have to like overcome that I guess like laziness to not create and (laughs) do it get it done (laughs) yeah and it's always the first couple steps that are the hardest and then you get the momentum right definitely I would agree with that so out of those out of the rest of the countries in the world what are what's the glaring omission on that list of places you've been the next place you really really want to go visit Ooh, the next place. Um, I really want to go to Southeast Asia. Okay. Really bad. It's a good yeah. call. It's a fun place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all over Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, all those places. Yeah. 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 I would love to do that. Um, and New Zealand, I really want to go to as well. Yeah. But I want to go everywhere. So. <laughs> How many more on the list? What are there? 150 something countries there? 160? I'm not sure. Have you heard of the app Bean? No. What's that? I think you'd like that app too. Bean? Um, yeah, it's just bean, like B-E-E-N, yeah. not like a vegetable bean. Oh, um, okay. But you just go through it and it has just, it's a list of all the countries you've been to. That's really cool. And it gives you like your percentage of places. Oh, mine's and not going to be that high. It's No, it's fun though. It's, it's addictive because <laughs> you go to one place and you land yeah. on the plane and you're like, been there. <laughs> yeah, fills in that little one, two percent. Yeah, definitely. There's, for those curious, 195 countries in the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Huh. So you're fifteen. You're fifteen percent. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Can't say I've like thoroughly traveled each place. Um, but you've been but been there. there. <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, Brittany, anything else you want to mention uh, to our listeners? Any events you want to make us aware of? Um, and if not, just tell us where to find all your stuff. For sure. Um, I guess it's kind of been a slow January. We don't have a ton going on. Uh, there was that Ace Brunch that you brought up mm-hmm. that's happening January 20th. Um, Babes Who Brunch? Babes Who Brunch, yeah. So for anybody who classifies themselves as a boss babe, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be the place to go. Males we, need not apply. Yeah, it's not um, It's not to exclude, but <laughs> it just happens to be 
just a, a gals thing. Cool. Yeah, and that's on January 20th. Yeah, and we, where's that at? Uh, that's going to be at the Holy Roller. The Holy Roller, good good place. It's fun, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but beyond that, I don't know, we post our events all the time on Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, just at Yeagers. Yeah. Y-E-G-G-E-R-S? So. That's it, yeah. It's <laughs> a good question. Where's your? What are your favorite restaurants to shoot at? Ooh. Um, there's the little family of restaurants. I can't remember the owner, but they own um, Holy Roller, Have Mercy, and El Cortez. Yeah, Mike Max. This is oh, okay. and his group. Okay. I don't think they have a group name, or maybe they do, but yeah. yeah. That corner, that Gateway corner, and yeah. White Ave. Those are some beautiful restaurants. Yeah. They have a lot of really neat designs going on. So mm-hmm. I like I like those three. Central Social Hall. Yep. I love that place too. Especially now with the neon lights along oh, the other yeah. side. Those yeah. are wicked. They're stepping up their game. Yeah, yeah, that's a good place to go. Any small little hidden gems that you can you can think of? Mm, the hidden gems? Edmonton's filled with these little places. These yeah. little restaurants that are really cool inside. I think it's the cafes. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. You just have to maybe, if you're going to meet someone for coffee, mm-hmm. try and go to a new place every single time. Yeah. And they're really beautiful. Little Brick. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, Little Brick's good. A little out of the way, but really beautiful. It is out of the way for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I like District a lot. Yeah, District is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Really great lighting. (laughs) What's the place called that's uh, attached to... um, That's attached to Under the High Wheel in the front there? You know what I'm talking about? Under the High Wheel. That's Um, on White and... Actually, White and One Block East of Gateway. Oh, uh... There's that's a yoga a, studio up top. Cafe? No. I can't remember the name of it. Block 1912? No, that was the other way. I really like that place, that was, too. Yeah, though. I just thought of that one. It I feels can't like really, think it of what It feels you... like your grandma's living room in there. Yeah, that place is beautiful. And it has, like, these little um, old-school lights everywhere yeah. in there. It's really beautiful. Well, anyway, I free... <laughs> that was a nice little tangent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so follow Jaegers on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Follow Brittany at her. What's your personal one? Um, it's underscore Britty P. Just B R I T T Y P. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Perfect. <laughs> and that's my personal. To see the most vibrant page on Instagram. I try. I try. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for joining me, and uh, good luck with the rest of your night here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. All I right. Appreciate it. See ya. Thanks so much for listening. I would encourage everyone to go out and do what you can to boost the city of Edmonton. The morale, the image, whatever it is. um, I'm proud to be from here and I hope you all are too. Take care.